Okay, well, health is always top of everybody's list. When you get to be my age, it seems to creep even higher than that. It really does sit at the top of the list. And we see every day and we hear every day about the problems faced by the NHS. Maybe we need to take that stress away from the NHS and look at some private options for our healthcare. I'm joined on the line by a couple of people from General and Medical. They've been advertising with us here on Cambridge 105 Radio for the past few months. I wanted to find out more about what they do. So I'm joined on the line by Chris Chalice. Chris is the General Manager and by Ali Clark, who is the Sales Manager for General and Medical. Very good afternoon to you both. Thanks for joining me. Good afternoon. Many thanks for uh, giving us the opportunity to speak on your show. Ah, it's great to have you here. Um, Chris, let's start with you as the, as the general manager. General and medical, I do know you're celebrating 35 years, but but tell us about the company and what it is you do. Uh, yeah, no, correct. So, yeah, so 35 years this year. I'm not old enough to have been here for, for that amount of time. But, uh, yeah, 35 years. So we've been doing some celebrating and some fun in-house bits and bobs. But, uh, yeah, we're in Cambridgeshire and uh, we're a, a privately owned company by our our directors, which is a, a gentleman called David Wildman and Gillian Close, who set up the business and are still very active in the in the business today. Um, and over the years, um, I've sort of branched out and moved around and tried different things, but predominantly are in the healthcare sector, offering uh, private medical insurance. Okay, I mean there is a real need for this at the moment, I mean because we do see. I mean, I'm not saying it's a it's a full sector, but the, you know there are names and people are aware now. We've had years of the NHS, but we're aware now of the, of, of private options, aren't we, to uh, to our medical care? Without a doubt, yes, and I think actually now more than ever before, private medical insurance is um, something that more will definitely something that people are taking out more so than they ever have in the past. I think years ago when I joined the industry, so nearly 20 years ago, private medical insurance was seen uh, perhaps as a luxury product. Mm. So sort of um, you bring in the classes, you know, you're upper middle class people, you high income earners either had this on a, on a uh, personal basis all through their employer um, the arena has really changed now so we're seeing your normal everyday people like myself taking out a private medical insurance policy uh, to give them quicker access to health care um, we see every day nearly in the press um, articles about the waiting lists as, as you've already mentioned Neil and I think that's that's worrying people, um, people that have um, always expected the NHS to be there. And whilst it still is, I think what it means is that people are having to wait longer than they ever have before. Um, and PMI has changed, private medical insurance has changed alongside the waiting list, really, in that private medical insurance previously was um, allowed you access to healthcare in a hospital environment quicker. Um, what it now does is it actually gives you your primary care. So if you want to see a GP, people are finding it difficult to actually even get in to see their GPs now. Um, and, you know, it really is a postcode lottery as to how quickly you're seen. Yeah. So our private medical insurance policies on every single one, everybody has access um, from the start to a 24-hour GP advice. Yeah. Um, you can have virtual FaceTime calls. Um, they can give you a diagnosis over the telephone where possible. They can get your prescription. And in fact, Chris, you used this recently yourself. Did, yeah, didn't I, you? yeah, I had to use it myself. So uh, my my son Ronnie was 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 poorly. Um, we, we used the GP advice line. We spoke to a, um, a professional and got a prescription within 25 minutes. And I had the prescription in my hand within an hour. 
That's... So I didn't have, to, didn't have to do telephone tennis in the morning to see if I could get through to someone. I didn't have to go and... And this was on a Sunday. It was, yeah, it yeah. Well, it was so... I didn't have to go to the um, the accident and emergency and, you know, wait for several hours. This was a, a quick turnaround. So well, we some... And it's it's so interesting you say that. I mean, a couple of couple of facts. I mean, you you mentioned there, Chris, exactly that. A friend of mine fell and had a and a, a bumped her head back last July, and as a result of that, she was taken to hospital because they wanted to know why why it was that she'd fallen. And then would you get the hospital refer you to your GP? Your GP refers you to another hospital in your area because they want to do some tests. That hospital can't do a brain scan and somebody decided that that was going to be a really good idea so there's another referral we are now talking 10 months down the line and that would be all right if it wasn't for the fact as a result she's not able to drive so she's got 10 months of not being able to drive because of one incident back last july which when you think about it was very high temperatures and probably she hadn't had an awful lot of water things like that we're talking i'll do a pub quiz and the pub quiz question the other day was which is bigger 50 50 which is bigger the population of denmark or the current nhs waiting list and you can tell from the look on is the nhs waiting list is bigger than the population of denmark when you're when you're feeling not quite right, maybe you've, maybe you've just been checking yourself because men and women, we're told you need to check ourselves over, look for lumps, things like that. If you find a lump, you kind of want to know it's not anything too much to worry about now, don't you? You don't want to find out that it's nothing to worry about in four months' time or six months' time or even worse, find out actually it is something to worry about and you've been carrying this around for four or six months. We need to, that our mental health will suffer from the stress of worrying about that lump, won't it? Definitely, yeah. And, you know, I think it's important to mention, you know, the NHS do do a fantastic job. Absolutely, role. absolutely. Brilliantly. Um, I guess where private medical, come, private medical insurance comes in is actually we're releasing the burden on the NHS mm. because when you have private medical insurance, you're effectively, you're getting the same level of care, you're seeing the same doctors as, as you would in an NHS setting, but you're doing it in a private setting. What that gives you is it gives you more choice, it gives you more options. When you have an appointment with the NHS, as many of us have needed to, it, it, it comes through the post in a letter and it tells you where to be at what time and where you need to go to. That might mean that you need to take a morning off work. It, it might mean that you need to arrange childcare. It, you know, it, it might not be at a convenient time. Private medical insurance takes away that stress because it is your choice. You book your appointment at a time that is convenient uh, for your schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something that something that's good for you. Um, so you can beat those waiting times. Typically, if you have a referral from um, a GP, depending on the situation, you can be seen within a few days for further tests, diagnostics, to find out what's wrong with you. Um, so, so yeah, that makes that makes a huge difference. And of course, many people as well see it uh, as a nice thing that you can go into a private hospital, into a private setting. Um, so if you are ill and you need to stay in hospital, I think my, my worst fear would be if, if I was poorly and I needed to go into hospital and perhaps be on a mixed ward in the NHS, feeling absolutely rotten and needing to get up to go to a shared bathroom facility, for example. Um, in private medical insurance, you have your own private room, you have your own ensuite bathroom. 
um, you know, you, you have those little luxuries. Absolutely. I mean, I broke my hip. It's getting on for nine years ago now, and I wound up in Addenbrooke's. And let's be honest, Addenbrooke's is an amazing hospital. But you're absolutely right there, Ali. I was on a, a very large trauma ward with all the other people who'd done daft things and broken all their bones. Trouble was... I was wired, I was in traction, and I was wired into my bed like something out of carry-on matron. Uh, and the trouble was that meant I was sleeping on my back. And it wasn't me who was suffering, it was all the other people on the ward. When I woke up the next morning, the chap in the bed opposite said, oh, the beast of Bodmin Moor is awake. And it's that, isn't it? I could have been tucked away from all of them, or if you've got one like me on the ward, you could have your own private room. So much better, isn't it? I think as well, the, um, you know, we do our due diligence and we, we go out to these uh, hospital groups and visit, walk around hospitals and get to see the facilities firsthand, um, which we've done very recently. And uh, the amount of investment, because of the, the situation that, that we find ourselves in in the UK with the NHS, a lot of these private medical groups are, have spent significant amounts of money in updating and upgrading their, their facilities and their equipment that they're using. So, you know, you go to these places, yeah, you're getting a nice comfy bed and a nice private room, but you're also getting the best machinery and, mm. and the best equipment, the scan, you know, the best scanning equipment that is available. Um, and that's that's nothing to do with us. That's just our relationship with them. But that's the reality. So the amount of money that these these companies are investing, these organizations are investing, is significant. Um, and that makes the service even better because you go to these places, you're not feeling great anyway. You want to be comfortable, but also it does feel a little bit better to know that you're in the new modern scanner, for example, you know, that's that's going to make you feel a little bit better about the situation. So all of these factors, you know, should be considered when you're, when you're looking at your options, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I mean, over the few uh, weeks and months ahead, we're going to be taking a look at and doing a bit of deep diving into the sort of things that, that you do do because there's mental health, presumably, on the list. There's, there's sports. What sort of age should people be when they start this out? I mean, it's the same as pensions, isn't it? Do you worry about this when you get older in life or should you really be doing this when you're right there? We've got all these questions we can ask. But for now, uh, Chris Chalice and uh, Ali Clark from General and Medical. Thanks very much indeed for joining me today. Thank you.